Here's a quote from a terrific article in the Financial Post written by our next guest a few days ago. Quote, the fundamental error made by competition policy activists is their presumption that competition entails government management of industry. In other words, competition is something to be imposed, enforced, and artificially manufactured by government. In reality, the benefits of competition, mainly in the form of lower prices and better goods and services for consumers, result from allowing new players into the marketplace and ensuring everyone plays on a level playing field. All part of an article, let Rogers and Shaw merge, then let AT&T and Verizon in, in the Financial Post, written by Matthew Lau. Matthew's on the line from Toronto. Uh, Matthew, good morning. Welcome back. It's good to have you on the program again. Oh, thank you. Good to be here. We had Keldon Bester from the Anti-Monopoly Group talking about the Rogers-Shaw merger in this particular spot, actually, a week ago, Matthew. And interestingly, you actually quote Keldon and his group uh, talking about the the Rogers-Shaw merger. Uh, What is your take on all of this? Obviously, you're in favor of the merger going forward, and you don't see any reason for public approval, given that both are private companies. Well, that's exactly right. So, you know, um, Keldon and and many others who are opposed to this deal, um, they're saying, for example, that the public has not been consulted about this. Right. Now, I don't see why, um, I mean, it's the job of businesses to please the consumers. Otherwise, businesses are not going to make money. Um, I don't see why, in this case, the public needs to, um, give its formal approval on anything. These are private companies. The boards of both companies, which are elected by the shareholders who own the companies, um, unanimously uh, recommended this deal. Mm-hmm. So let's talk. Uh, let's yeah. talk a little bit about those who have tried to block the deal because the Competition Bureau—I'm uh, sorry, the Competition Tribunal—did finally approve it just at the very end of last year, but against a considerable. Uh, form of objection from a number of groups. Right, exactly. So um, so this deal was actually announced back in 2021. Um, the NDP announced their opposition very quickly in the same year. And then in 2022, there's actually two parliamentary committees, um, Industry and Technology and Canadian Heritage. And they both issued reports saying, first, that the merger should not be allowed to go through. Mm-hmm. And secondly, if it does go through, here's a list of you know conditions that we want to see met. And um, the Competition Bureau, which is the um, the regulator that enforces the Competition Act, they've been trying to get the deal blocked, and they've been saying things like, if you have uh, industry consolidation, you're going to have um, you know higher prices, you're going to have worse quality of service. But if you read the competition tribunal's ruling, they basically said, you know, they don't find any convincing evidence of this. Uh, They don't think it's going to cause any big increase in prices or worsening services or anything like that. Interesting, because, of course, one of the arguments that is being made by those who are opposed to the deal is the irregularity of pricing nationwide, Matthew. For example, Canadians in the West, consumers in the West, pay more than those in the East for the same services provided by Rogers or Shaw and uh, basically are hoping uh, that this would level the playing field, to use one of your expressions, uh, in terms of at least everyone pays the same amount for the same service. Well, 
it, I mean, it can be the case that it costs uh, different amounts to provide services in different places. For example, in Canada, um, a lot of these services cost more than in other countries. And one of the explanations is, for example, how uh, uh, how sparsely populated a province is sure. uh, could could cause differences in pricing. And actually, one of the conditions, I believe, that the um, the federal government is putting on this is a, a more evening of prices by some of these providers. So your point is, let this go forward. They're private companies, who, both of whom have approved this. Uh, but you also go on to say, and it's part of the headline of the piece, let them merge and then let AT&T and Verizon and presumably other competitors in. The subheader, Matthew, is competition is a good thing, and the right way to achieve it is through the free market. So the concern is that should the this deal go forward, as the competition tribunal has said it should, uh, will the marketplace, though, with the uh, protectionist mindset, particularly of the current government, uh, allow foreign, particularly competitors, in to take on the the giant Rogers Shaw company, whatever they're going to call it, and uh, c- continue to fight for lower prices? That's the the problem. Is I agree with you. Uh, the competition is a good thing, and free market competition is the best possible from a consumer perspective. But is is are you confident? Matthew, the government would actually open the door and say, "Okay, come on in. Let's let's give Canadians a fair shake." No, I, I mean, I I try not to uh, predict uh, what the government is going to do, and I'm, I generally have very little confidence in this government doing the right thing. Um, but there is a lot of evidence that um, uh, opening up the um, open up, up the market to more foreign direct investment, which is one of the main uh, barriers in Canada. Um, that would lower prices and improve quality of service. And one of the uh, recent examples we saw actually is in Mexico in 2013. Um, They uh, had a a bunch of key reforms to their telecom sector. One of them was, the key one was lifting restrictions on foreign direct investment. And this this resulted in uh, prices going down by something like 75%. Now, I don't, you know, I don't claim that Canada in 2023 and Mexico in 2013 are, you know, the same market. But it's, I think, pretty strong evidence that you can have um, lower prices and higher quality of services anytime you open up the market to more competitors. Right. Now, let's talk a little. You mentioned the NDP was very forthcoming very quickly after this whole merger deal was announced almost two years ago now. The NDP was right out, out of the box, first out of the box to oppose it, quite stridently, too. Uh, now we've uh, we've got a new conservative leader, uh, presumably heading to an election maybe this year, certainly next year. Uh, where does Mr. Poiliev stand on this whole business of the Rogers Shaw merger? Um, well, he, has, he actually hasn't... Um made a, um, given his position yet, he said he's concerned about it and that he's going to have to look more carefully at it before giving his final position. Um, what I would say is, you know, what? so the, the concern he's expressed is that uh, he doesn't want to see more industry consolidation. And mm-hmm. my point is, you know, well, as opposed to what? Do you want the government to decide how many companies there have to be and, and how companies have to operate? That seems to me a far worse alternative. 
and, and it sort of it seems sort of counter to the free market values that the conservatives are certainly more are better known for than their than their liberal counterparts. So the conservatives typically have been uh, the party of business, have they not? Yeah, better known for not always putting it into practice, and uh, you know we'll see what uh, we'll see what the conservatives eventually land on on this. So let's talk a little bit about that, the, the, the possibility, Matthew, of foreign competitors, be it Verizon or AT&T or somebody from, the, somebody from Europe. We do have um, foreign ownership restrictions in broadcasting and telecommunications in Canada. Uh, it would require legislative uh, changes at the very highest level, at the federal level. And again, you're a little reluctant to talk about the appetite of the current government for such changes. I suspect there's none. Uh, what about the conservatives? Well, unfortunately, I haven't uh, I haven't seen anything from this or or from them on this either. Um, like I said, um, you know, it, it's been well known for a long time that this is a barrier um, to competition and lower prices. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, you know, maybe now that there's more spotlight on this issue and and you know this issue is on the table and and it, on the minds of a lot of Canadians, maybe we'll finally start hearing from the Conservatives about this. And those foreign ownership barriers extend well beyond communications and broadcasting and go right into the transport sector and airlines and all of that kind of stuff. But what do you think in terms of, uh, a final question, and it's great to have you back, Matthew, what do you think in terms of the appetite of the average Canadian voter, Matthew? Could this, for example, become an issue in the next federal election in terms of, okay, how about consumer choice here? How about throwing the ball to us and giving us the choice. Yeah, exactly. I've seen a, I, I think there's some pretty widespread frustration with the airlines, especially, and hopefully that will help spur the, the conversation and create some appetite for some policy reform in a lot of these areas that we've had um, a lot of protectionism and a lot of bad policy for a long time. So idea, 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 are you already feeling a, any kind of attitude change uh, across the country? I, I've seen a lot of attitude change on the airlines. I don't know about the um, I don't know yet about the um, the telecommunications. Interesting stuff, Matthew. Uh, great to have you back. We appreciate it. Uh, it's always good to have you on the program, and it's a terrific article. Let me com- commend it to our listeners again. It's in the Financial Post a couple of days ago. An instant Google search will take seconds. Let Rogers and Shaw merge, then let AT and T and Verizon in. Matthew Lau joining us from Toronto. Thanks, Matthew. We'll talk again. Thank you. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.